Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. It's Shredder Sunday, something we do. And if you don't understand, we're going we're gonna to write things down. We're going to come and symbolically step over a line and shred some things that we've written down on paper today. Just as a, a symbol that we say, you know what? I believe. I believe in God. I believe in the power of God. I believe there's nothing that he can't do. I believe he'll break down walls. I believe he'll set me free in his name. Amen. And as I said, it's just a great opportunity to let go of some baggage uh, or to get rid of some passengers or any other thing and step into a new day. And what we do here each week is create an atmosphere and position ourselves for the miraculous. And God's a miracle working God. He wants to perform miracles in your life. He wants to to do the supernatural in your life, but it takes us allowing him to, to see uh, his will for our life take place. And I think it's just going to be a a powerful moment. And there's a saying that the best project you'll ever work on is you. And so today I want us to go to work on us by making a decision and by casting off and letting go of things that we're holding on to, because Jesus wants you free. Yeah. He wants you free. And I need you to know that. I need you to believe Jesus wants you free. Yeah. That's why he left heaven yeah. and the Godhead. That's why he, he was manifest as a, as a human on the earth. That's why he, he conquered death and sin by descending to the depths of hell taking back the keys of sin and darkness from the dead and raising, rising victorious. Amen. Do we believe that this morning? Jesus wants you free. And it says in John 8, 36, if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. I want you free. I want you free of the past. I want you free of 2022. I want you free of fear or anything that's held you back or holding you back. Let's walk. Let's walk as God created us to walk. Yeah. And created us to be. I'm going to share this soon, but the Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. You are perfect. In God's eyes, you are perfect. You may not think you're perfect. You may not see yourself as perfect. God made you. You are perfect because he created you in his image. Yeah. The Bible says in his image and likeness, he created us. You are, you are in God's eyes, you are perfection. And John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Can I suggest this morning that if there are areas in our life that aren't peaceful, that we may be holding holding on to things that God wants us to let go of. We've all got things that that concern us or worry us or hold us back, whether it's whether it's in our mind, whether it's through through experience. But, but today we can cast those things off. Sound good? Amen. Come on. I, I, God's done the heavy lifting. You don't have to fight. You don't have to war. You don't have to worry. The word says be anxious for nothing. And this is hard to to comprehend or hard to take hold of because Christian, you don't know my life and you don't know what I face and you don't know what I'm going through, what I've been through, what I'm carrying. No, you can let it go. You can cast it off. You can give it back to God. The total uh, or the ultimate act of faith is giving back to God those things that we're carrying. You weren't created to carry anything but the glory of God in your life. And I'm going to share this soon, but in Hebrews 12, it says, therefore, Since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us cast off every way. Casting off is intentional. 
casting off looks like purpose. It, it looks like you know what I'm. 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 It's not just putting down. Yeah. It's not just. It's. It's get away from me. I don't want this anymore. I don't know about you, but there are certain things that I've become sick and tired of being sick and tired of, and holding on to and carrying. And I thought I've been around this mountain. I thought I've pushed back against this storm. I thought I've been challenged by this enough. Yeah. I want to be free. Have you ever found yourself in a messed up situation? The title of my message today is that's messed up. But have you ever found yourself in a messed up situation? You don't have to stay with me now, but... I think most people live messed up lives. <laughs> I think probably everybody lives messed up lives. To some degree, you're not living as you were created. Fearfully and wonderfully made perfect. You've been messed up by life, by circumstance, by time. By, and I, I think we're messed up by self, by the decisions we make, by our actions, by our insecurities, by our upbringing. We're, we're, we're messed up. I'm not who I was. I'm not, I don't live as I used to live. We, we're messed up by others. What they've done to us and, and what, what's happened in our world, we're messed up by circumstance. You know, car crash, the, the, somebody passing. Somebody, we're messed up by society and societal values that go against ours, but now they're the societal norm. So now I'm messed up because I'm, am I the minority or the majority? Am I right or am I wrong? But but now I'm messed up and I live messed up and I think that's messed up. Our view of ourselves and our view of others to some degree is that that's messed up. And God wants to bring clarity to each of our lives. He wants us to see clearly. He wants us to see further than we've seen before from a vantage point we haven't looked before. And the funny thing was most mornings I get up and I, I get in my car, I go to the cafe, I grab a coffee, I walk the beach and pray. I'm looking at the sun, I'm looking at the, at, at the sunrise, I'm looking at the, the waves, and, and I'm down on the beach. But, but God said to me this morning, <clears throat> just walk around the block. So I got up. It was really early. I walked around the block. Nobody was there. And I'm, I'm walking around the block. And as I was walking around the block, I felt like God said, look up. And as, at that point where I looked up, I was standing. Our house is on an elevated block. I was standing below my house. And I looked up at the house and I was looking from a different perspective than I usually see the house. Usually I'm coming in through the front door and standing in the house. But as I looked up, I thought, oh, she looks a bit tired. That paint's a bit faded. There's a few cobwebs on the, on the gutter. Oh, there's a few rust marks where, that, are, that are making their way down the wall. It's, see, I built that house six years ago and it was pristine and it was perfect. But six years on, it now looks a little tired. Now, it's the same house in the same location, but season and time yeah. has worn it down a little. Yeah. I need to paint the cladding. I need to clean the cobwebs. I need to change some of the fencing that's buckling out because of season and time. Nothing the house did, nothing I did to the house, but season and time. And I think for each of us, that's what happens in our lives. Same person, same location, same beliefs perhaps, but season and time. But when we get in the presence of God, when we step over and say, God, I believe, we get touched up. Because all I need to do to bring the house back to its original state is touch it up. And every time we come into the presence of God, God wants to touch up our lives. He wants to make us whole, give us a new coat of paint pull out a few cobwebs and mindsets and fears or anxiety and, and bring us back to our 
created state. And the good news is that Jesus came to unmess our messes. Whether we've made them, whether others have forced them upon us, whether it's been just life and circumstance, he came to unmess our messes and there's nothing he can't do. Do you believe that this morning? Because I want you to seriously write down some things in your world that have been holding, and I want you to shred them this morning and say, God, I'm giving them to you. I'm laying them at your feet. I'm I'm making a commitment that I'm not going to hold on to these any longer. I'm giving them to you. Because I've said it many times, but if if you could have changed it, you would have changed it by now. Because we're pretty committed to living a good life or an easy life or a the life that we dream of. We're pretty, we'll, we'll, make, we'll move mountains, we'll, we'll part seas, we'll do what we have to do. And if you haven't been able to do it today, you need to give it to God. You need to release it to Him because it's affecting relationships. It's, really, it's affecting futures. It's affecting yourself and your health. But today we can be free. And I love what it says in Jeremiah 32. It says, I'm the Lord. The God of all mankind, is there anything too hard for me? I want to remind us here this morning, there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing he can't do. There's no mountain that he can't move. There's no prison wall he can't break down. You can be free today in Jesus' name. And I was thinking of it, yeah, amen. Can we give God an amen this morning? Come on, you're very quiet. I'm getting nervous. In Mark 5, it's a story of the demoniac. I'm sure each of us, if we read our Bibles, we've we've read the story of the demoniac. But I love this story because it's the story of a messed up man who had his mess unmessed, who had his world transformed because Jesus got in the middle of his messed up situation. It talks about a man who was living in the tombs. It talks about a man who was naked, who would cut himself, who would scream out. When he was bound with chains, he'd break the chains. There was nothing that anybody could do to to hold him back, but he wasn't living a normal life. He wasn't living in society. He was an outcast. He was living with the dead. And then Jesus came along and he said, Jesus, son of David, what do you want with me? Instantly, he knew God was there. Yeah. I want to remind us that God is ever-present. He's always near. Yeah. Bible says, draw near to God. He, God is always present in our lives, and we can see dead things come back to life. Yeah. We can think, see messed up things made whole and right again. And I love it. He has an encounter with Jesus. Jesus casts out the demons. And then it says, uh, people came, seeing what had happened. 2,000 pigs ran down a hill and jumped into a lake and, and killed themselves. Which tells me two things, that the human spirit is strong. If a, if a man could contain the, all these demons but 2,000 pigs had to kill themselves, you are stronger than you think you are. The second thing is Jesus wants you free. Amen. Jesus wants you in a sound mind. Jesus wants you at peace and whole. And what I love is it says that the, the villagers came and saw the man clothed and standing in his right mind. And what I love is he said, Jesus, I want to come with you. And Jesus says, no, go back to your family and friends and tell them what I've done from you. I believe people are going to get set free in this house today. People are going to be loosed from things that have held them back. And the only thing you need to do is walk true and walk strong in life and tell others about the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. I, I think about the story of the woman who had an issue of blood. And the Bible describes this woman as having an issue of blood for a long time, for 12 years. It says that she spent every single thing that she had. We want to make our life right. We want to turn our situations around. We want to to do what we, because I'm in control and I've got this. Most of the time we don't have this. Most of the time we're messed up. And she, she spent everything. And the Bible says that she didn't grow better, she only grew worse. 
as if I'd an encounter with Jesus, she thought to herself, I don't know what to do. I've done everything. I've spent everything. But if I can get to Jesus, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. if I, So she crawled on her hands and her knees through gravel and mud and slop through people's legs to get, she, if I can just get to Jesus, and she got to Jesus. Every time we come here, we're getting to Jesus. We're, we're, we're getting closer. We're positioning ourselves for an encounter that can change everything. And she reached out. She touched the hem of his garment. And instantly, the Bible says that Jesus felt power flow from him. And she was healed in that moment. He turns around and says, who touched me? And they're like, what, what do you mean, who touched me? There's people everywhere. There's people pressing in on every hoot. He goes, no, I felt power. Yeah. And she stood up. She said, I touched you. He said, daughter, go, your faith has made you well. Sometimes it's a dogged, determined act to get to Jesus to see ourselves freed and made whole. Daughter, your faith has healed you. He didn't say, I healed you. He said, you drew healing from me. Your faith connected itself to my power, to my unlimited power. You drew from me what you needed. We can draw from God every time we come into his presence. And it doesn't just have to be here. When you're walking and you're praying and you're worshiping, call on God, believe it. Without doubt that, that what you're calling for, you can receive into your life. There's freedom in Jesus. And Psalm 1 is one of my favorite scriptures. And it says this, it says, Blessed is the one that does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or sit in the way of sinners or stand in the way of mockers, but his delight is on the law of the law. And on his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by streams of living water that yields its fruit in season. Whatever he does will prosper. Whatever he does will prosper. Blessed is the man who, that we don't have to walk bound. We can walk in God's ways. Jeremiah says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. I want to walk in those plans this year. I, I want to walk free and unfettered, not held back, not limited, not contained. The devil comes to contain your life. God comes to bring an unlimited life to you. Dream again. Let's write some stuff down. Let's shred it this morning. Let's dream again. Believe for more and then step out into all that God has for us. Amen? Amen. Amen. This is a little weird, but does anybody like puzzles? You do? You like puzzles? My mum loves puzzles. She, she loves puzzles. She's always sending me photos, and it just, it's simply a photo of a box that says, I've done another one. And she doesn't pretty quit, but it's still some take time. But... She just she just loves doing puzzles. What, what's always interesting to me, she sends me a photo of a puzzle, a complete puzzle, and it's this amazing picture of some seascape or landscape or whatever it is, an animal, a lion, you know, whatever. And it's beautiful, and it's, it's a picture of, it's like a picture in a frame. But if you ever bought that puzzle in its box, you get the picture on the outside, but when you open the box... There's no picture. There's just hundreds or thousands of jumbled up, muddled pieces in a box. I'm like, that's no good to me. I like the picture. I want the picture. Now there's just thousands of pieces floating around in a box, mixed up, out of place, not where they should be. I think that's somewhat like our lives. We all have a picture of our lives. We, we, we see ourselves a certain way. I walked in here one day, and I'm not throwing you under the bus here, Walt, but uh, I walked in and Walt goes, mate, you've been in a good paddock, haven't you? And he patted me on the stomach. And I'm a few kilos lighter now, but at that point I must have been 
grazing in a good paddock. <laughs> the view I had when I looked in the mirror was, this is pretty good. <laughs> this isn't so bad, but Wal was just reminding me, hang on, mate, why don't you just pull back a little bit on that second panini or whatever it is that you're having at Smoker. Well, we've got a picture of our lives. We've even got a picture of what we want our lives to look like. And on the outside of the box, that's what we look like. But if the lid was ever lifted, there may be a very different story. There may be a whole lot of jumbled, messed up pieces on the inside. Is anybody with me this morning? I know there is for me. Yeah, I know there is for a lot of people where they're smiling on the outside but broken on the inside. They're smiling on the outside and they're, they're doing life and they're getting through and they're making it by, but they're broken and they're hurting. And what you see in public is not how they live in private. God wants there to be congruency between our public and our private lives. Yeah. He wants us to be the same all the time. He wants us to be at peace. And he, my peace I give to you. Why would we do this today? Symbolic, yes, but why would we do this? Because we want you to identify areas the enemy has been attacking you in. And we want you to say, I'm, I'm stepping over a line. I'm, I'm stepping into a new day. I'm stepping beyond what has limited me in the past. And I'm stepping into freedom in Jesus. Now, I choose freedom. Yeah. I choose victory. I choose to overcome. I choose to get beyond in Jesus' name. Yeah. And it's not in your strength, it's him. But he says, in your witness, my strength will may be made perfected. That God's strength for your life is enough for you to get through. Amen? Yeah. What does it take to unmess the mess? The first thing I'd say is surrendering to Jesus and his will for our lives. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. In all your ways. Not some of your ways. In all your ways. Trust in the Lord in all your ways. Yeah, yeah, but I've got this. I'm good at this. I'm just not good at that. I'll give God this, but I'm good at that. No, no, trust God in all your ways and he will direct your paths. I love what it says in 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. And I, and I just think some people are messed up in life because of what they let go of, but others are messed up because of what they hold on to. And today we've got that opportunity to, to cast off, and it may be habit that you hold on to things. It may be fear that you hold on to things. It may, again, he is for you, he loves you, he wants you to cast off. But it's a process. And just as mum does a, a puzzle, the puzzle doesn't just happen. She doesn't just tip the box out. See, because she lifts the lid, she tips the pieces out, then she resets the box up to give her a point of reference. That's what Hebrews said. Looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. But it's a process. Doing a puzzle takes time. God working in our lives takes time. But, but let time work for you. Allow God time to work in your life. It's... I think sometimes people pray and they pray and say, God, answer me now. If you don't answer me now, I don't believe. Or answer me now, you're not real. No, pray. And then pray. And then pray. And then pray. And then wait. And let time work for you. The Bible says that God's time is perfect. In Ecclesiastes, it says that there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. We may not understand it, we may not like it, but there is a time and a season for everything under heaven. Walk through the season and watch God faithfully do what he promised you to do. Amen? Second thing is patience. <coughs> Again, allow time for change. Third thing is intentionality. Get intentional about seeing change in your life. 
Get intentional. Get purpose that 2023 is not going to look like 2022. That you're not going to be weighed down. That you're not going to be anxious. That you're not going to be depressed. That you're not going to be battered around by life like you were last year. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new day. And you know what, for me, and I'm I'm just stepping over into a new day because I need a new day. I can't do another year like that. I need a new day. I need, it says, David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. It says, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. You are going to see the goodness of the, of the Lord unfold before you this year as you open your eyes to faith and step out boldly and confidently. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as life. That, that you should have boldness on the inside of you. I'm taking hold of my future. I'm taking hold of my tomorrow. I'm going to prophesy towards it. I'm going to step out into it. I'm not going to be held back and live. I'm just, I'm, I'm preaching myself happy this morning. God is with us and he's for us. It says in 1 Peter 5, 8, be, be sober and, and vigilant. Your enemy, the devil, roams around like a, a the roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, standing firm in faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of stuff. Be, be self-controlled and alert. Just be alert. Be aware this year that the enemy wants to take you out. But God has already called you to victory. It says, those that wait upon me will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. You can have as much energy, as much zeal, as much passion, as much vision at the end of this year as you start with it. You don't have to let it be robbed from you this year. The Bible says, let no one rob you of your reward. Your reward is a full whole life. Your reward is peace. Your reward is joy. Your reward is blessing. You will walk through time, seasons, challenges, but God is with you every step of the way. That helps me. I need to know that. (coughs) Last thing I'd say on that is probably commitment to the process. Don't give up. Don't grow weary in doing good. Life tries to weary you. It tries to burn you down, but don't grow weary. And I have to do certain things. Me getting up at five in the morning, it's like, well, that's that's counterintuitive, isn't it? Have another hour and a half sleep. If I have another hour and a half sleep, I'm more tired and lethargic throughout the course of the day. My commitment to the is I get up and I get active. And I start moving around, and I jump in the ocean, and I have a coffee, and I get and I get my mind going. There's a, there's a process. Don't grow weary in doing good. It'll energize you, it will lift you. And that's what it says, Galatians 6. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for the proper time will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Can I encourage you, stop looking back and start dreaming forward. The Apostle Paul, he says this in Philippians, he says, I want to know Christ. I want to know Jesus Christ. The greatest desire in our life should be to know Jesus and he goes, I haven't attained it, and I haven't, I haven't done everything yet, and I haven't got there yet. But one thing I do, I forget what's behind, and I press forward towards the high calling of God for my life. The greatest thing you will do this is stop looking back and start dreaming forward. Start stepping out towards all that God has for you. Don't, don't let the enemy pull you back. You're not who you used to be. You're not who you were yesterday. You're not who you were in 2020. You are a brand new creation. And that's why I love, and we can make that recommitment here this morning, which is what we're going to do in a minute. I'm stepping forward and I'm never going back. That's what Hebrews says. We're not of those that shrink back under destruction. We're of those that press forward under salvation. God is calling every single one of you forward this year. Dream bigger. Dream again. 
stick out, put some action, some legs. Faith without works is dead. Put some, some action to the dreams that you are and watch what God does. You won't recognize yourself at the end of the year. Allow yourself to be free today. Can I get either some music playing, Vicky? I'm actually going to ask Angie and Justin and some of the team just to come and lay their hands on your shoulders as you do this. But what I'd love to do this morning, as a worship song plays, I would love you to take a hold and if you're a single, if you're a family, if you're a partner, take a hold and just say, I believe. I believe. I believe God by the power of the cross and the Holy Spirit that I can I can see my life changed and turned around today. I believe, God, that you're for me and not against me. I'm letting go of things that have held me down and held me back, and I'm going to step into a, a new day. Amen? It might be financial. It might be relational. It might be emotional. God can set us free today. You can set us free every day. This isn't just a unique day in the, in the year. We can do this every day. But just symbolically, as a church, as a community of believers, I want us to stand together today. And when you've got brothers and sisters out the front here shredding whatever it is that they shred, I want you to be praying for them, praying the blessing of God, the goodness of God. I want you to pray freedom. I want you to pray deliverance and a brand new day over their lives. Amen? Can we stand to our feet? Maybe just turn that up a bit quick. Thank you, Lord. Father, we love you. Thank you for your goodness in our life, your presence in our life. Thank you, Father, that in and of ourselves we cannot change our circumstances, those things that we fear, those things that we've got a hold of. But, God, in you we can be set free. And I pray right now, Lord God, for freedom to reign in this house. I thank you, Lord, that people will leave from this place. They will feel lighter. It will be like like. These glasses or these, these lenses have dropped from their eyes and they see clear that they will hear your voice clearly. God, have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.